You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and the other Robbie as normal, Robbie Earl, and we talk football. We talk Premier League football, and this show we're reacting to match week 31 in England's Premier League. It was a lighter weekend, only five Premier League games because of the FA Cup quarterfinals, which we will talk about in the second half of the show. But, my friend, let's talk the Premier League. And of the five games, the biggest game, because it involved one of those title chases in Liverpool, was at Craven Cottage. They got the job done, 2-1 at Fulham. They pounced on yep. an error by Sergio Rico, the goalkeeper. Fulham, who brought down Sadio Mane. James Milner stepped up coolly and put it in the middle of the goal to get a very important three points. But the performance wasn't ideal. We knew no. that they were coming off of a fantastic result uh, in the Champions League against mm. Bayern Munich. Mm. Are you worried, satisfied? What's your main overriding thoughts um, after that match? I'm okay with it, Rob. I've got to be honest. Um, and I know Liverpool fans were getting nervous. I had friends mm. who say they can't watch, you know, they're biting the nails and all that. This is a Premier League title. It's not a cakewalk. You're not going to be handed this trophy. And after a massive Champions League win that they got it by Munich, I just thought a little bit about Manchester United. Massive Champions League win against PSG didn't really turn up against Arsenal. You sometimes get that, that sort of high and, and, and dip in emotion. It was always going to be difficult. Fulham are fighting for the, for the lives at the bottom of the league. There's a new manager... Uh, Caretaker manager Scott Parker gone in. He's reinvigorated yeah, the group a little better. bit. Mm. They're, be they're better. Yeah. And Liverpool weren't brilliant, and we'll, we'll go into some of that detail. But do you know what, Rob? What, what, what's important for Liverpool fans is, first of all, they got the win. And, and I used to think back to maybe the great days of Manchester United. And we, we get a little bit kind of washed over with the great United and brilliant football. I remember Manchester United once playing at Blackpool away. It was Ian Holloway's Blackpool with, with Charlie Adam in midfield. I think they were losing 2-0 with about 20 minutes to go. And I think it was a Van Persie goal, a Giggs goal or whatever. But they, they found a way in and it was nervous and they got it done and they went on to win a title. And that, you know what? Liverpool are going to have a couple of days. They've got seven more games um, from now to the end of the season and they're not all going to go true to four with brilliant football but if they find a way to win all those games they've got a chance of winning the title I don't disagree with, with much of that Rob mm. of course it's important of course yeah. they found a way to win but th there is there's got to be some concerns about the goals and putting teams away and it took a mistake from the opponent goalkeeper they might, they yeah. might have found a way anyway yeah. um, I'm, I'm just saying at 1-0 I'm watching the game I think at half time it's 1-0 and it's like, well, this is where they need the goals. They need another goal to take the draw off the table. They do. And of course, they got it late on. But the draw did look a, a, a real possibility after, what was it, 75 minutes of play mm. when Ryan Barber goes through and makes it 1-1. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Well, but don't you think, Robbie, in that t- in those times, what what stood out to me in those times? It's on now. It, it's on the seven minutes of, of, of okay, Liverpool. Let's see. Here we go. Another test. Another challenge. And they've come through it, Rob. They, they, yeah, they, but how they did they come a- through it? Uh, they had well, to they, use the. I mean, yeah, you can say they forced the penalty. He yeah, dropped the ball yeah. and then he pulled back. I mean, it's a schoolboy, and maybe that's what you get when you play Fulham. Maybe that's what the benefits Correct. you take. Everybody is then, played not them good. Well, yeah. How many games have they conceded now? Sixty odd goals already this season. I mean, that, that's what what you know with this team, Rob. So I, I get you. I hear what you're saying. Of course, you'd love. Are you concerned though, Rob? I mean, Mo Salah again was lively, was involved mm. in the play. But the end product is, is lacking. Okay, he came off his, later. Yeah. You know, do they they need him to be scoring again, Rob? Don't they to, to get the goals Mane, over he, a period of games okay. to win it? Okay, uh, and I hear you. Here's my line: Mane is the new Mo. <laughs> Mane is the new Mo. Last season, Mo Salah was the man with with the goals from the wipers. Did your goals? The, the the golden boot was the man. This season, Rob, if Mane can be the guy, 17 goals now in the Premier League. Same as, same as Mo Yeah, Salah, same man. as Mo Salah. 20 all season. In, you know, 11 in his last 11. On fire. If it's his moment, if it's his time now for the next seven games to be the... As long as Mo Salah keeps his threat, well, as long the, as Mo the, Salah keeps yeah. four or five goals, and Mane gets another seven or eight goals, and as well as that... So I wrote down the three things on what I want from, my, from the forwards. I want Mane, continue what he's doing with the goals. Firmino, continue with the threat and, and the speed. And, and if he chips in with four or five, you know what, that might be enough. And Firmino has got to keep his form. He's the guy who makes it work for the two on the outside. And I know you're worried a little bit about goals from maybe those two. Certainly Salah now, who's looking like he's just lost a little bit of his touch in front of goal. Mm. Firmino, you, you say you, you want another five, six goals out mm. of him. But his form is key. If, you know, the, the assist for Mane, the way he links the play, the way he comes deep and creates holes. His form is as important as Mane's and, 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 and Salah's goals on the outside. Yeah, I mean, this team is just going to need help at some point. Mm. I mean, I get your point about Sadio Mane, and he's the man, and, and he's got 11 and 11 now in all comps. That's marvellous. Marvellous. Yeah. And if he keeps doing it, and Firmino keeps curating assists, yeah. and Salah might Can chip him the goals. Can that be okay? Is that going to be yeah, okay? Well, well I, see, I'm, I'm, I would worry about that. I would worry about that. I'd worry about Sadio Mane continuing to score a goal a game. I mean, if he does it, mm. fair play yeah. to him. Fair yeah. play, absolutely fair play. But that's but tough he's in to that expect kind of form. He's in that kind of form, though, Rob. I know yeah, it's yeah, not something we've form. done before, and I know if we go back historically, we could say, well, he hasn't ever done that. But at the moment, he looks like the most likely. He gets on totally. the plane with a, totally. with a really a real confidence. I mm. mean, doesn't you know? In some ways, I think we can we can go too deep in in, in trying to work out where the goals are going to come. If the goals come, the goals come, and if that's okay, that's okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's that's, of course it is, but but in the detail is the goals in this team yeah. come from from predominantly two players. The big numbers of goals It's yeah. Mo Salah and Sadio Mane, and one of those two mm. isn't scoring at the moment, and that puts a lot of pressure on Sadio Mane, and then others. We got a, we got it's a penalty today. James Milner mm. scored. Firmino's going to chip in with some others. Maybe Van Dijk scores from set Maybe pieces. Set piece, it's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. Of course, it's possible. They're a brilliant team. Yeah. They're a brilliant team. It's just you know goals are going to be the factor of what wins this Premier League title. Goals are. Liverpool are great defensively. City possessed for so long, they don't concede many. Now, both teams will concede one or two. The goals, 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 goals. Draws are the new losses. You can't draw a game from, oh. from now on in. And Liverpool did it today. 
I, I just it's just still a concern for me in terms of them winning the title that in the next seven games yeah. they might just go short and they might just you, draw a couple where City don't. Might be, see, see, I don't. I don't think goals, lack of goals will be the thing. They, they may have an off day, which, which they've only lost, lost one game all season, Rob. Um, they've drawn, sorry, two, two they've drawn uh, se- uh, seven. Yeah, one one loss, seven draws. Yeah, but, but Manchester so what, City, so what's, what Manchester is it City have lost four. So what's going to if it's not goals? Last, Manchester City have won a, a, a few games, 1-0 of, of recent. For all their attacking prowess, they've just scored one goal. Manchester City yesterday could have been out the FA Cup. You're saying about, well, they got the penalty from Fulham, they got this. Manchester City had, had, had moments yesterday when they looked like they should have been out the FA Cup, but whatever, luck and things go their way and you take it. Liverpool Liverpool in the past have, uh, have not had maybe those fortunate things. We're always looking for a reason to say why they won't win the title. I don't think lack of goals is going to be the reason why. Why, Of course, Mo Salah, you want him to get back scoring goals. I, I was saying last week in, in a big win, the icing on the cake would be a Salah goal. Today, you look at, he's creating, those opportunities are coming is, is, is a worry. And I, I know you and Cal did a little breakdown on how many times he's getting in those positions, but the shot's just not right. The touch seems a little bit off. It's is he overthinking things a little bit, not being as natural? Is he, is he driven to being this top goal scorer that's slightly taking a bit of the natural edge away from him? I don't know. It might be a combination of all those things or none of those. But they, they're creating, they're scoring goals still. I, I, still, I don't think... For, but, but All right, then. So if okay. you don't think it's going to be a lack of goals, what yeah. is it going to be? If Liverpool don't win the title, you tell me and, and our listeners, what is it going to yeah. be then? Well... They can have an off day. You can have an off day. They, they, they haven't had many off days, Rob. Is today an off day when they win 2-1 away at Fulham and, yes, you say it's a, thing, thing, a, a dodgy pen, but man, every team that wins titles, you'll look at those days and those, those opportunities. Defensively, you know, is everything as strong as it should be when they need to be? You're talking about the amount of games they play. Will that pressure of the, the being in the title race, being on top of the league and having to stay there, will that affect the way they, will that inhibit some of the way they play, lose a little bit of energy and intensity? Those are the questions we want to know. But I just don't think that because Mo Salah is not looking as potent at the moment, I don't think that necessarily means Liverpool don't, don't, don't win the title. Could they be nervous, Rob? Is the Van Dijk mistake today one sign of that? Or is it just a, um, is it just a mistake purely, purely and simply? Well, I'll tell you what I liked about it. and, and I'm not 100% sure. I, I'd like to think it, it wasn't nerves. Listen, great. people play, Players make mistakes of, of all levels. What I loved after the game was he owned it. He absolutely owned it, said, my mistake, my problem, should have done better, one of those things, but fortunately I'm in a, a good team and they got me out of jail and we move on. And it's like, loved it, absolutely, put it to bed. Mm. He made a mistake, they scored mm. a goal and my team have won and we're still top of the table by two points. And I think that's important, Rob, that, that the, the players, the manager Jurgen Klopp's doing a brilliant job, doing an absolutely brilliant job of managing this team as best he can. I think he, he's mood. His manner, his personality, mm. his experience is showing now. Mm. When others, I think, in this situation would have been starting to get a bit tetchy and, and then not at all from Jurgen Klopp. It was interesting about after the game, just to hear his impression and what he thought of the performance. I thought the start was good. Then we lost the rhythm a little bit. Second half, we, we had the, the, enough chances to finish the game off. Didn't do it, so door stays open. Misunderstanding. The two big guys and um, yeah, Bubble is there. 
that's it, and then you have to stay calm. And so now, actually, I, I like the result more, the 2-1, than the 1-0 before, because um, coming back then in a situation like that, it's, I think it's fully deserved that we win the game. But, of course, it was um, difficult. That was there before. So, average game, massive result. <laughs> <laughs> That was our friends at Sky Sports with, with the interview there with, with Jürgen Klopp. And I thought that was something, Rob, that they came through a little bit of a difficult, difficult moment. That could have been a massive moment in the title, in the mm. title race. Mm. You know, a draw at Fulham would have just handed everything to City, momentum, the points and everything. Mm. To, to come away from Craven Cottage with the three points, and I know what we're doing is what, is great about the game. We can sit, we can break down, we can wonder, we can ask questions. But the main thing is Liverpool have got the three points. They put the pressure back on City and they move on. Just before we move on from this game, Rob, yeah. Liverpool, yeah. Um, in our opening chat on our show today, we talked about, we ran the sound after the Champions League um, performance of Jurgen Klopp saying, you know what, we're back. This yeah, club, this club is, back, is yeah. big on internationally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was kind of a sense from Rebecca and Carl a little bit that, was that the right approach? Was that sort of uh, real confidence? Oh, and a bit bravado, like was putting it, it out bit? there. I mean, mm. I, I liked it. I, th- I like it because I think it's true. I, like it. I think it's they, they are relevant. They, they're a big club, Rob. Yeah. They're, a, they're a big. But they relevant top. again. That, that's what he's Correct. saying, isn't it? And, and he's a hundred percent right. They are relevant. They've mm. been Champions League finalists last yeah. season. They've been, in, you know, they're in the title race, going toe to toe with one of the best teams we've seen in the Premier League. Mm. They're back in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Sometimes it's a bit British, isn't it? To, to sometimes we don't like to sometimes say that we're, we're that good. Well you know what they are that good and they are getting relevant and they mm. they should be talking at that level at, at a time when some of the big boys the Bayern Munichs the, the Real Madrids the Barcelonas to a certain degree are having to go through their transition you made a really important point Jurgen Klopp I heard him last week or the week before talking about his team he said if you look at the age there's a lot of 20 something boys in there who could be playing together for the next five or six years mm. this, this could be a, a real group and a, a real surge for Liverpool and there's a lot to admire and I don't think I don't think you should be shy of it I don't think he, he should I think he's right in, in, in establishing Liverpool so mm. people start to fear them again Rob like, mm. like they used to like we did with Manchester United down the years mm. why should Liverpool not get a little bit of that back they've been so long out of the out of title races they're now back in one and they are top of the Premier League right now after 31 they've played 31 City have played 30 they've got a two point cushion now international uh, weekend is next weekend so there's a couple of weeks of break um, all the, club, the clubs in the Premier League will hope that their players come back from international duty uh, injury free um, so that's where we are right now at the very top of the league table Rob let's just jump down a few spots mm. and the next race that, that we're all fascinated in and that's the race, race for, four. for the mm. top four and, and Chelsea Football Club were yeah. our second game uh, on this Sunday Everton 2 Chelsea mm. nil mm. I was quite strong afterwards on, on what I felt about the Chelsea um, performance I'll let you go first on this one um, well it's the Chelsea. It's Chelsea. That, this is Chelsea right now. Mm. Forget the forget titles. Forget those player of the years. Forget all that Mourinho, the special team that you know was against the world. 
this isn't that group anymore. And I've been saying for a while, Rob, that, you know, <laughs> it was a classic game of two halves. First half, they had more possession, again, uh, possession without real penetration, but they get comfortable in that possession thing and everybody, it's almost like they play keep ball and, if, you know, 10 passes is worth a goal and everybody's mm. happy for it. Mm. And, and they, they don't necessarily worry about putting the ball in the back of net. A bit like City do with their possession. They want their possession to turn into yeah. goal chances and, there's and a goal plan. opportunities. And there's a plan yeah. for them to do well, that. With Chelsea, it's not that way. This group have what I call a, I don't know, <laughs> the only, I was thinking about it at school, it made me laugh. You know, at school where every now and then they'd say, you don't have to wear a school uniform, you can wear whatever you want. Bring in whatever clothes <laughs> you want. You want to wear your football kit, kit, you wear your football kit. Chelsea have them days, Rob. They don't put their uniform on. Yeah. They, they don't turn up. They don't do it seriously. Mm. They don't take it properly. They don't look at the opposition. They don't, they don't challenge themselves. They they kind of accept second best, they accept mediocrity with 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 good players, and I'm not saying they should be top of the league, but Chelsea should be should be a, a better challenge for, the, for they should be challenging third and fourth spot, a lot stronger than they are. I'll, I'll use a score analogy, Rob. It's like it's like they're going into a math double lesson. We used to say a double mm. period of yeah. math, oh, like a, yeah. a, a double yeah. session of mm. maths, right? And in the week before, they're kind of fired up to do well in the maths problem. So the first lesson in the maths, they're doing well. They're, they, they, they're excited about it. They want to do well. They're, they're on the front foot and that's all good. By the, by the second lesson of math, they're like fed up with it. Both. They lose interest and they can't be bothered to find ways to be successful <laughs> yeah, to, to like solve it. the problem. So that's what Chelsea looked to me. Yeah. It looks like yeah. the manager or week has gotten well not all week because they had the champions uh, the uh, Europa League game on Thursday but in general like okay guys let's go and do it and, and the first 10-15 minutes was bright they're moving the ball around quickly which I'm sure they've talked about yeah. but then then it starts to slow down they don't get many chances they get some half, couple of half chances they don't score they go into half time again again Robbie Earl that's 11 times nil nil at yeah, half time yeah. the most in the top four and then the second half comes and they just kind of lose interest and they go behind yeah. in the game and there's no real panic no desperation about hang on a minute we, go, we want to be in the top four we want to play Champions League football yeah. next season let's roll our sleeves up you you and you get your backside in gear you know some changes and there was no fight that yeah. was the biggest worry concern if I was a Chelsea fan looking at that I was like wow does anybody care about not being in the Champions League? Because at the moment, they look like a team that don't, don't care about it. Um, and certain performances from certain players um, reflect that. None more so than David Luiz. But yeah. I'll, I'll let you continue with Jenna before we get into that set piece. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we can go there, Robert. I just think, and I've said it before, we've got a big six in Chelsea or the sixth of the big six. Mm. And at the moment, you know, that's where they are. They're, 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 they're nowhere near challenging. They're not good enough to, to be in third or fourth. They're, they're, they're scrapping out the chance to, be, to try and get that fourth spot. And mm. they should be better than that with, with the quality of player, with the mm. size of transfer budgets, with the, the salaries that they, 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 they play. They play. Mm. This, this group of players should be challenging fourth spot. When you look at what Tottenham are doing, Chelsea should hang their head in shame. You know what? It's a great time, Robbie Earl, to hear from one of their players. I think he's, mm. he's, he's done well as a defending player. Uh, on just this, what we're talking about, the attitude and how they play today, this is uh, yeah. Antonio Rudiger with our colleagues at Sky, or one of our colleagues at Sky, reporter Jeff Shreves. Listen to what he said after the game. Antonio, can you give us an explanation for that performance today? You were so on top, so comfortable during the first half, although you hadn't scored, and the second half fell away. Yeah, um, it's like this same game against uh, Wolverhampton. Just this time we lost. 
and uh, we played a, a good first half. The only thing you could say, if you could have scored that one or two, we didn't. So and uh, it's uh, unacceptable the way we come out and uh, yeah, we lost the game in ten minutes. What do you think it was that you dropped your level in the second half? We were passive, and uh, if you're passive against any opponent in this league, uh, it's dangerous. What was said in the dressing room between you afterwards? Give us a feeling. Oh, this vexation is. Uh, is uh, everyone deals uh, different with it, eh? and uh, but it's just unacceptable. It's, uh, sorry. And how big a blow do you think this is? Your chances of making the Champions League spots. I think we still have uh, eight, eight or nine games to go, but uh, we cannot always say next week, next week, next week, and uh, we really have to, we really have to do, to, to do better, definitely, because uh, today this match, normally uh, you're not allowed to lose. Really good stuff there, honest uh, from, yep. from Jeff Shreves asking some some tough questions and some great responses. I like the line about it can't be next week, next week. Although you know this is a bit of a Chelsea team. Oh, let's put that one to bed. Don't don't matter about that. And the I thought the line that everybody takes it different was quite telling. That I just get the sense of there'll be some people on that coach heading back t- uh, to London from from Goodison Park who it doesn't hurt me enough. It doesn't hurt me enough in, in this group of players. I remember the, the Mourinho teams and that. They, they lost a few few games all season. Who hated... I mean, if you got a shot on their goal, they were embarrassed. Mm-hmm. They, they used to defend Petacek so well. They, there was a real pride about not letting the opposition play. They, they were tough. They, they'd play the big boys and, and they'd play... You know, they, they'd dominate the, the small teams as well. There was a hunger and a drive. There's none of that about this group. And I just think that... There's probably three or four quite key players who accept defeat too easily. And, and if that spreads in a dressing room, you've got absolutely nowhere to go. Mm. So let's just continue that point. Accepts defeat too easily. Mm. Accepts that a man's going to head the ball instead of him. Yeah. We broke down the the, uh, the set piece, the corner. Yeah, um, the corner, yeah. The, Richarlison ended up scoring scored, like a, yeah, on the second off, yeah. phase of it. And, I mean, it, I think the, the, the picture said everything, Rob. It didn't need anybody to say anything no. with David Luiz in the middle of the most important zone. So he's right in front okay, of the Okay, okay. Let, let, let me stop you there. Let Go me ahead. stop you there. Why is he there? I'll tell you why he's if, there. If you, were man, if you were manager of that football club, let me put it another mm-hmm. would you put him there? Well, so I I, I'd probably put Rudiger there. Correct, correct. Uh, and, and, but 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 David Luiz is a centre back. I know he's a centre back, Rob. And, and to we be know fair, his and, and what's weird about it, Rob, is sometimes he he looks brilliant back there heading balls out. He, he oh, sometimes hold on, hold on. he yes. looks so, good heading balls sometimes out. Sometimes exactly. is, is the word. That is, is the, the word. point. Yeah, I know. Sometimes. It is. Yeah, it is a word, mate. And and and, but if you can't, if, if it's not all times, I'm not putting him there because yeah. on the days he heads it, we were okay, and the days he doesn't head it, we're not okay. Then yeah. you know what? Yeah. I'll take some a little bit smaller, but whoever who all times is going to put his head in and challenge that ball because you don't have to be huge size to head to 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 go in there, Rob. You have to be mm. brave. You have to want to put your head in. You have to be prepared to to be that first um, point of defence, and everybody else reacts off you. Mm. I mean, I, I just, I was just shocked at that. I was just shocked at that, uh, and um, 
you know, the, the, the whole point in the zona mark and that when it comes in your area, you run towards the ball and you head it away. Mm. He, he, he stepped he towards the ball and he actually turned his head away yeah. as if like, I don't really want to deal with this at all. I want to, you know, I want to, I don't want to be an injured. I don't want to smash my face up. I want to be on vacation in a few weeks time. That's um, everyone who, that, that, that's who mm. I'm sure is everyone takes it different. Everybody plays different. Some weeks, David Luiz will put his head in there, be mm. brilliant defending, you pat him on the back. Mm. Other days he turns away from it and almost allows the forward to get his head that's what it means to him. Can you imagine John Terry? John Terry turning away. I mean, I saw, I remember being at a Champions League, uh, 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 League Cup final at the Millennium Stadium where John Terry put his head in and where somebody was booting the ball to head it and he's, he, got, he got kicked in his head like his head was the ball mm. and he got, he got stretched off and mm. about five minutes later he ran back on. Now, mm. I know with all the concussions and that, but it, the, the, the action of John Terry told you everything about what, defending his goal means mm. and, and David Luiz has got has got 5% of that in his body mm. see Rudy, Rudiger we heard him there in the interview he's a defender yeah, he yeah, doesn't he, he is he plays the same correct. way and I think it's pretty obvious and maybe correct. a couple of others do but other than that it's a poor squad and just you know kind of moving them forward Rob in terms yeah. of the manager this football club the summer Ed Nazar where are we are we, 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 are we, we any more mm, putting Mauricio uh, Sari mm. Even more on, after, on the, after on twelve the... months of work. After after yeah. the twelve months we've seen, Rob, I actually think he's probably worse off than he was when he came. I think I think his stock's lower now than it was when he when he arrived at the football. You club. know what? I had him at the start of the season, Rob. This is my thought process of Chelsea under this new manager. Mm. I thought they're not going to finish in the top four because the way that he wants them to play. Yeah. That's really difficult to achieve that and be successful um, with that intricate total football from back to front yeah and I thought they'd figure that out through the season and they just miss out on the top four but playing better and looking better I, I mean totally the other way around yeah. they started yeah. off great and yeah. the football was kind of working and then they've got worse and worse and worse. worse with less penetration every week and I said it today you know, it's okay to possess a ball, and I like that. I want to yeah. be in a team that yeah, has yeah. the ball, and I want to be miles away from our goal about worried about conceding goals, and I want to dominate. I want to make them run around, which they kind of do, but after that point, the final third, there's nothing, there's no plan, and he's said many times we don't play with penetration, we don't move the ball yeah. quick enough, we don't make the right movements off the ball. Well, this is a long time later. It's a long time later mm. to still have the same issues. So, you know, I don't know well, whether I'm of, he makes I'm it. of the other thought that, you know what, sometimes let them have the ball. They're not hurting us. Yeah. They think they're doing yeah. okay. Let them get in a comfortable position and we'll, 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 we'll hurt them later on in the game. Mm. And, mm. And, and when they get into that stage with this quality, I think it's big summer. I, I still don't necessarily think that Sarri's no, convinced those in charge. I'm not sure he's convinced his group. The chemistry's right in the group. There's going to have to be surgery. We know the transfer bans that, that are looming for the football club, so there might not be as many ins and outs as, as they would like. And um, it might be that another voice, another personality has to come in and maybe get a little bit more from this group or, or work them in a different way. But um, it's going to be a tough challenge. There's still only, what is it, three points behind uh, Arsenal in, in, in fourth. So mm. 57 points Chelsea, 60 points mm. Arsenal. So they're still not out of it yet. Still got a lot of football to be played, but uh, not all right at the bridge, Rob. Um, yeah, I, I want to see a new Chelsea, Rob. Rob. I want to see a new mm. Chelsea next yeah. season. And to doesn't excite honest, you anymore, does it? No, it, it, there's it, too it, many it that are doing their own thing. Yeah. That I'm sure yeah. they're not making the runs that he wants them. William, Pedro, Hazard, maybe a few others that are not doing what he expects them to do. Now, I don't know whether he'll get extra time. 
time, whether they'll switch everything. But the Pulisic Roman, comes in as well. well Pulisic's going to come in. Yeah. Does Hudson-Odoi play that? more? Has yeah. yeah. Roman Abramovich interest changed because he's not allowed mm. in the country? Is this transfer ban going to affect them directly, which it looks like yeah. it could? A lot of questions, they might keep him. This, they might keep him and say, let's, let's, let's try you know, and bring some of the younger players yeah. through. I just don't know. I just don't know how it's going to go. Um, but yeah. this was poor today. That that was not good enough for Chelsea no. Football Club. Against uh, an Everton team that, that have been looked fragile. first off. Yeah, looked fragile. You know, crowd a little bit unhappy in the first mm. half. And a little bit of credit to Marco Silva because he's weathered the storm. He kept it nil-nil. Maybe, you know, made sure they didn't we weren't too aggressive then got on the front foot a little bit got the goals and got the winning and in some respects he's only a step up from sorry I still think these, these things he's got to prove more consistency I think yeah. it's the first win against a team above them in the league all, all season they generally beat the teams lower down but don't do anything against the big boys so mm. I still think that he's got a little bit to prove at Everton but a good win for him today you know always want, want a, a cap in the feather against a team like Chelsea so yeah. let's move on let me, let, let, me have a, let me just have a quick Sorry, line mate. before we move it on I just yeah. with Everton today, right? And, mm. and we spoke to Weedens, but we got the interview of I think it was a player and maybe the manager afterwards. Yeah, and was it Sigurdsson? I can't sure remember who it was. Uh, I think it was Sigurdsson and Seamus Coleman, and they yeah. were disappointed the way they played in the first half. Um, right, but let, let me mm. let me give this argument, Robbie. Earl. Now I'm not yeah. saying they planned for that, but yeah. they were definitely passive. Definitely yeah. on the back foot. Yeah, definitely yeah. more organised after the mm-hmm. shambles at uh, St. Yeah, James' Park last yeah, Saturday. They lost yeah. 3-2. Yeah. Um, did they knowingly mm. defend it up for the first 20 minutes, yeah. 30 minutes, knowing yeah. that a bright Chelsea was probably going to start, which it did. Yeah. And then, as the game wore on, obviously into the second half, they ramped up their game to take control. Now, I'm mm. not saying this was, this was a plan because the players said they were disappointed in the first half, but... Mm. I mean, I didn't see Chelsea creating that many chances in the first I half. I think a million percent is, is, is that. I think a million percent is. is well, well done. Then. You, you, you've just, absolutely. You've just said that you, the stats are there. Wish these get stats. If eleven times this season Chelsea have been nil nil at half time, it, you know the thing is nullify them in, yeah. in the first half. And Don't they lose interest. And yeah. then they lose interest. Then we'll come into, into mm, the game. A maybe. million percent. Yeah. And if that be, if that's becoming part of the trait of Chelsea, that's a worry. Because if people, Rafa Benitez is the master of doing that, Rob. We see it a yeah. couple of times. We've seen where he shows like he'll go, we'll, we'll go for nil nil. He'll have a little ten or fifteen minutes, maybe just before half time. Then he'll he'll have a ten or fifteen minutes after keep it tight. Then he'll have a bit of a go. He'll loosen it up a little bit and, and give you know get his forwards, his wing backs a little bit high up the pitch. If people start thinking and Chelsea start having problems with teams doing that, then we are in real difficult times for for them. So hmm. I think I think you're right. I think Everton had a game plan I think yeah. it, in the end it, it's worked out he's got the result and um, yeah maybe the players were a little bit disappointed didn't have as much possession but they contained Chelsea went on to get all three points right let's move it on to one of the other games in the Premier League and you weekend of football by the way and you're, it. I know I know I know lot, lots going on lots of stories everywhere so yeah. let's go on to your favourite manager of last season the mm. guy that you think and thought should have moved up to a bigger yeah. club in the Premier League Sean Dyche yeah. at Burnley. They lose at home meekly to Leicester City, who are down to 10 men after a very early red card to Harry Maguire in the fourth minute. Why are you trying to minute. make this sound so bad? Wow, flipping heck. What is in, going in Sean, on with Sean your favourite guy? 
Insure, indict, we trust. Why, why should our listeners trust him and believe in him? Um, because I think the one thing about him, Rob, is he's honest, he's transparent, he won't be hiding anything, he doesn't come out and have those interviews where you think, what's he on about? His players will know exactly what, what, what's at stake. His players will know exactly what the manager thinks. And I have faith that he will get his players <sighs> out of, of the of the position they're in. I know they're two points above Cardiff if they played a game more. I know... All I'll say, Rob, if I'm in that bottom six or eight that might be in there, I'm, I'm happy with Sean Dyche as, as my manager. Let's, let, let's not forget Brighton haven't been in great form. Crystal Palace, after their the defeat in the, in the Cup, Hassan Hurtle's nicked a couple of results now, looks like he might be. But I, I'm still happy with Sean Dyche down there. You're happy I'm with Sean Dyche? I'm well, not losing faith in him. Well, I'll tell you what, it looked like a team that... that, that that had no belief in the manager at the I'm, weekend. I'm, I'm not disagreeing. Against Leicester City, Rob, that yeah, mid-table, men, men, that yeah. have got a lot of, half the team are 22 years of age and younger. They're still finding their way under a new manager. They're still finding out the yeah, Brendan Rodgers way. That the could be susceptible to physicality and for pace of play yeah. and get it forward because these younger defenders. I, I was shocked at how poor Burnley were with both footballing and long balls didn't work out. They look a little... Very one-dimensional, Rob. With just mm. the long balls. I looked at every time a defender got the ball at Burnley. Most of the time, they're yeah, looking, their heads are up high. Their yeah. heads are up high, and they're looking for that longer direct ball to sort of like, well, this is the Burnley way, and this is what we've done mostly, and we've had our success that way. And when the success doesn't come that way, Rob, what are those mm. players thinking right now? They're banging trouble. They're banging trouble. Well, they've got seven games left. Cardiff City, as we know, with their manager are fighting every inch of the way. I just think this is a real emergency. And like you, you've got to back Sean Dyche's experience. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm. of finding a way and, out. And the players, but, Rob. I, I would back that group of players. I think that group of players are robust. You call, yeah, but they need more than robust, durable. Rob. They need more but, than, than the I robust. I know that, but you, you only, look at the form a little while ago, up until the turn of year, uh, from the turn yeah. of year, Rob. They were in great form, doing the same thing, making difficult for, for big teams, winning games, doing the same thing. Now, what happens with, with this team is when it when it's off, they remind me a little bit of my Wimbledon teams. When it's off, when, when your thing isn't working, you, it can look very bad very quickly. And you need your forwards to be taking the chances to go. They've got to be holding possession up. Your wide players have got to be getting crosses in the box. These certain boxes that have to be ticked when you're going long ball style to make sure you're on top of the mat of the game. And when you're not, and as you rightly said, against 10-man last year, they looked particularly poor. You couldn't even tell you that they were a man ahead in terms of numbers. Um Burnley were struggling, but I look at the group of players and I look at the manager and I would still have faith that Burnley won't be in the bottom three come May the 12th. Well, as, as, as most um, teams and seasons and, and, and outcomes rely on home form, yeah. they get a couple, they got a little breather now, international mm, break, yeah, Saturday, March the 30th, yeah. they're back at it, um, home against Wolves. That is massive. That is mm, absolutely massive. Game, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, big game. and maybe you're right. You know, maybe you're right. You know, I think um, Cardiff City's next Cardiff game. Cardiff are home to Chelsea. to Chelsea. They play Chelsea, so yeah. you know it's a tough one yeah. for them. Yeah. We are fighting for that spot. Southampton's still down there, so yeah, mm. it's going to be tough. Seven games. He's going to need that little bit of experience now for, for from um, from Dyche. But but I, I, I like him. Quality, I like his Rob. honesty. I know we like all that. Yeah, he's got to find some. The players have got to find some quality. It's okay having the mentality and the robust yeah. and, the, and he yeah. speaks well. I get all that. Yeah. I just thought, come on, Bernie, give me some quality. And to be fair, Dwight O'Neill, 
Dwight, yeah, scored Dwight, a good goal. McNeil, McNeil on the McNeil, on the left Dwight, side, Dwight McNeil, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah, got yeah. a little bit of quality. He's not bad. Goodmanson came in for uh, Robbie, Hendricks. I think, Robbie Brady or, came in. They got Pete Brady, Crouch, yeah. of course. They've only got so Stephen DeFore, Aaron they've Lennon injured people. players right now. So they mm. they got a, they got a, you know there's not they got that many injuries. Anyway, yeah. we'll see, we'll see. Or to play for, of course, at that end of the table, yeah, as well. L- little tip of the hat to Brendan as well. He seems to have got things going a little bit there. You know, got the older players, the Vardys and the Morgans and the Smichaels on side. The young players we talked about just get a sense in you and, and I know Claude Poirot was your man and, and whatever but yeah. just get a little bit more excitement there's a little bit of feel that you know it, something could be happening at last and I'm not saying they're going on to win a title but mm. that Brendan it's, it's the right kind of fit for Brendan in, in, yeah. in, in the football club yeah and um, I always listen to um, when the new managers get appointed Rob I always listen out for players and what they think and what they yeah. say of, of early signs and Jamie yeah. Vardy was was strong this last week saying, you know, he wants high tempo, he wants a yeah. quick press, and he wants to win the ball back quickly near their opponent's goal. So they're mm. in there, they win it back, and, and Vardy's saying, I'm going to get Mus- chances that way. Music to his ears, That's music it? to his ears. Yeah, so I think absolutely. Brennan Rodgers, again, in his interview before he took the position, was like, my team's play with intensity. And that's yeah. what he hinted at under Claude Puel. He hadn't quite seen Got that, that yeah. amount of intensity in their general play, both with and without the ball. Mm. And I think that's a valid point. I think that's yeah. a valid argument, a valid point. And back-to-back victories now, maybe a little bit smash and grab. Wes Morgan scores late on, 90th yeah. minute, whatever it was, to win the game 2-1. But yeah, good start. And it's a good appointment. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how Leicester City too. Another um, interesting game, late goals in this Bournemouth 2, Newcastle 2, Matt Ritchie with a late goal for, for Rafa and his team. I mean, just keep on getting results, doesn't he, Rafa and Newcastle? And mm. just, again, sense that, that, that they'll be um, have enough to not, to not be in, in trouble and in the bottom three. Yeah, I mean, Bournemouth are just a weird team. They're just a, they're just a weird team. They, they score a lot, they concede a lot, they lose a lot, they win a lot, I guess. That's why they're nowhere near the bottom of the table. Um, and for Newcastle United, exactly the same as last year. This is a, this yeah. is a carbon copy. Yeah. Yeah. Struggling just up to this point. Away, they? Last yeah. 10 games, they, mm. well, last year they finished in 10th spot. Um, they're not too far away from that right now, just a few points away from that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, we know he's a good manager. We know yeah. he's, he, that yeah. he knows what he's doing at that club. What what? Let's just qu- quick one on on, on Eddie Howe because I know you're you're an Eddie man. Whereas you know I'm a bit more Dutch, but you know mm. honest, hard working. You're a little bit fancy and, and Eddie. What do you call um, me? What do you call me? Snob. Snob. The football yeah. snob. Yeah, I know. And I know you're harsh. coming for me on that one with, with Ollie, but we'll we'll mm. wait for that. Eddie Howe, like. What's next, Rob? Where you 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 made a great point. Sort of, they win a game, they lose a game, they yeah. draw a game. They're mm. mid table there. Okay, what's next for Edward? What what what's he need? What's he need to do either at that football club or at another football club? Is there is there a time? Does there come a, a point where okay, now it's time for the change? Is it time for his next step? I think it is. I think it is time for his next step. I think he's done enough now at that. Um, tiny football club but to be mm. fair a tiny football club that has spent a little bit of money you know they have mm. spent a little bit of money over the last few yeah. years um, whether it's ever going to get stale enough for it to really feel like he should move on in, in almost a negative way I don't think that's ever going to happen at Bournemouth but for him I think absolutely I think he's ready for a bigger job I've said this yeah. for a long time and it doesn't do him a lot of favours sometimes Rob when you see his teams a little gung-ho and like I said they they win a lot they lose a lot they don't you know, tend to draw that many games. It seems to me, anyway. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a fan of him. I'm a fan of the yeah. way he talks, the way he conducts himself, the way his teams try to play. It's just, you know, if he 
to be a bit more of a balanced team maybe would help him rob with other managers that are higher up to say well it, it, are we going to go with Eddie Howe yeah. are we okay with this kind of mm. attacking and looking really good one week and then looking a bit of, bit of a shambles defensively the next week I don't know I, I'm just I'm a fan of him and I just wonder yeah. I just wonder if that job's going to come Rob is it, is yeah, it ever well, going to well, come that's what, that was more my point you know doing what he's doing he, he'll keep a team in the league and, that, and then for him, what, what's the next thing? What's, what's going to drive him? What's going to be that opportunity? And, and what is that size of club? Mm. Is it a West, West Ham yeah, type? It's... Seems right to me. You yeah. know, big clubs, got some money, massive support, could take that on to the next level. I mean, Pellegrini's doing, doing a decent job there. Mm. I'm not wishing him out of work, but um, mm. that's the kind of size of club you think will, will be a great fit for, for someone like Eddie. Eddie Howe, maybe to, to jump on to next. Let, let's just talk West Ham, because what a weekend it was for them. Um, go 1-0 up, um, Mark Noble penalty, then Huddersfield was it 3-1 lead, yeah. and West Ham come back and, and win it 4-3. I mean, yeah. that, that state in London state, they, they see some scenes there, don't they? they? They get their money's worth. Well, this is, this is what they wanted, isn't it? They want entertainment, yeah. they get entertainment. <laughs> and this is, by the way, you know, in, in our in our kind of decade or so, or mm. nearly two decades in the game, this is kind of what we used to see from West Ham United. West Ham, yeah, you know, a little yeah. bit, a little bit flaky, but some play some great football. I looked mm. at this lineup, Rob, before the uh, the game started. I thought, okay, West Ham at home against Huddersfield yeah. Town. I look mm. at the team: Marco Nautovic, oh good, he's he's back in as a, a central yeah. striker on the left hand side. Their player of the season, Felipe Anderson, yeah. playing in a number ten. What do you want in number ten? You want a skillful little playmaker, Manuel Lanzini. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Right-hand side, who I'd want in that team on the right-hand side? I want a little bit of power. I want a little bit of something different. Mikel yeah, Antonio. Antonio. You've got Declan Rice, in, yeah. just been called yeah. into the, mm, the England squad, whilst the same week as getting called the, <laughs> the Irish Young Player of the yeah. Year or whatever, which is a bit awkward. Mm. Um, Declan Rice next to experienced man Mark Noble. Ogbonna, Diop, Creswell, Zabaleta. It's a good team. Mm. That's a, I, I, and, and yes, full marks are coming back and winning, and it took uh, Chicharito off the bench to come and get yeah. him two late two goals late to goals, win it. Yeah. But how did they get 3-1 down to Huddersfield Town? I don't know. We, we can't watch yeah. every single minute yeah. of every game, of course, as you know, with all the games going on. Um, but I, I just think this team looks good. So even more mystifying is why this wasn't a comfortable victory against a Huddersfield Town side mm. that looks like, you know, whatever. Maybe that's what the problem is. Maybe they can yeah. play with free abandon and, uh, and not worry about it. They're down. Who cares? Maybe that's it. But West Ham, wow, what a, what a game this was. Yeah, absolutely classic comeback. And and you just got sense in you. I saw it, it, it coming back to 3-3 three, three, and there was like minutes on the clock and you're thinking, mm. it, it's going to, you know, they're going to get one somewhere. Like, and the one guy you can't leave around in an 18-yard box, mm. Chicharito, who, who, who gets the winner and the place goes crazy. And as you say, kind of the thing we've come to expect from mm. a little bit from West Ham in the London Stadium and they do get the money's worth. Not always in the way they'd like, but um, a team with, as you say, you go through their one 2 11, you start looking at the squad and it's a team with, with decent potential, isn't yeah. it? You know, there's some good footballers there, and there's a nice mix now of, of youth. Diopa at the back, I, I quite like him. Declan Rice, you talked about in, in particular. Mm. Um, so hopefully, a few um, good days ahead for, for West Ham. They sit what ninth in the table, still yep. challenging for that best best of the rest spot. Wolves at the moment on 44 points in seventh. So you know, a chance of, of finishing in seventh spot, which will be a good season considering it wasn't a brilliant start as well. Mm. Uh, for Pellegrini so mate we're just going to take a, a break from the football as we get a word from our sponsors and, and everybody knows that, that me you know Robbie Earl I was more of the, the skillful playmaker you must do a little bit more what are you talking the, about what are you talking no about skill hard work that's not, you know, that's not on the read 100% that's but not no, on the don't read get the, don't get the quality and, and everybody knows that 
you want an when you want an expert, you go to a pro. So they've come to me, Rob, for some simple advice. And when you're looking for Bad pro idea. tips on vehicle maintenance or repair, look no further than O'Reilly Auto Parts. Whether it comes to replacing your battery, getting advice on proper car maintenance, or even just getting the best bang for your buck, their expert team can help you out every step of the way. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. So they've come to a pro, Robbie Musto, for some pro they can, They've come to the wrong pro. Which, which are the, the, the right Robbie for once. No. Is, is Maybe in a couple of weeks' time we'll get to the right pro of, of, oh, okay. of promoting let's talk their F- wonderful let's stuff. Let's talk FA Cup because okay. we had some interesting FA Cup quarterfinals. Um, incident, VAR, slashed all, all over the sure. place. Should we start with... Swansea, Manchester City, mm. um, because this was looking like an upset for, for long periods of the game. Swansea City got themselves 2-0 up, um, absolutely in control of, ga- of the game, and it looked like a day when City's possession wasn't turning it in, into too much. And then City came back. Um, a lot w- was around the substitutions that were made by Pep Guardiola. Um, he had Sterling and Aguero, two of his key players, resting. resting. Brought those onto the football pitch and changed the way the game was 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 played out. Rob um, s- certainly Aguero came on, assisted Bernardo Silva for his goal. Was involved in the pal- uh, the penalty kick that Ryan Sterling went down. He took it, hit the post, came off the goalkeeper, uh, went to the back in that for the equaliser, and then it looked like an offside goal with his header. Uh, won the game for City. So again, Aguero was central to to the win. But first of all, just City and. The difficulties they had in the game, we looked surprised. Rob, it was a strong City team. I, yeah. I looked along the team, you know, and, and yeah. it was a, it was you know midfield. Gundogan was in for Fernandinho, Bernardo Silva, and Silva next mm. to him. Front three of, of Mares, Jesus, and, and Sane. I mean, mm. that's pretty good with Walker, Otamendi, Laporte, and, and Delft behind them. They haven't got a bad team to put out, have they? They can't put a bad team out. City, <laughs> their first team squad, whoever plays, mm. is very very good, and you'd expect them to beat Swansea. So when when it first came through, like wow. Swansea City are 2-0 up mm. against Manchester City. You're like, wow. Like this, I quickly found a TV, quickly switched it on. I saw the second half, yeah. uh, every bit of it. And you've got a feel for Swansea City. This, is, this, this FA Cup, Rob, the FA Cup of this season mm. has to have an asterisk with it. Because VAR has been involved in this season's FA Cup uh, competition, but only at the Premier League side stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. So the VAR is only up. I mean, you can't have a tournament and have a, have a genuine winner when along that road, different clubs have different experiences and they have different outcomes and they have different bit mounts of luck or bad decisions or whatever. It's like I mean, having two different rules in the same competition. Yeah, I just, I think it's awful. I feel for Swansea City, it's not a penalty. Carter Vickers gets a little bit on the yeah. ball on Ryan yeah. Sterling. Mistake. Yeah. VAR would obviously turn that around. That's a clear and obvious error. That wouldn't yeah. have been given. No. And then Aguero off the post, off the goalkeeper's own goal, goes in. And the winner from Sergio Aguero with a brilliant ball in for Bernardo yeah. Silva, who scored the earlier goal. Yeah. Bernardo Silva, yeah. by the way, mm. is, yeah. is, is fantastic. What a player he is. I just, yeah, signed, a long, just a long, signed a contract. Yeah. 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 But Aguero is half a body, mm. a full step yeah. Yeah. offside. That's not fair. That's not fair when other, we get to United State, that VAR is used in, in other games. So, 
you know, I, I, I really feel strongly that this season's FA Cup, it's not right. It's just not right. And I know Swansea City fans are going nuts about it. Mm. And absolutely, because in one game, a team's going to get benefit of, of bad decisions getting turned over. And another game, uh, the team like Swansea City in this match aren't. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? Swansea were in the Premier League. <laughs> and then because yeah. they're not in there, they don't I, I, have it. The, the yeah. decisions aren't given. And, and, and as you say, I mean... Even Pep Guardiola came out and said he, he feels sorry for Swansea in the Sound. He said, he, you know, his words were, we deserved the win, but not in the way that the manner that it came, mm. which maybe because of the possession, the way they played. Yes, mm. you could argue that they, you know, they did deserve to win. But in the end, it, it, it's two, three poor decisions that, that have cost mm. Swansea a, a, a semi-final place in the FA Cup. And I have to say, my, my sort of 50%, uh, 50-50 chance of, of United City <laughs> doing the quadruple was looking more like 47 or 48% at 2-0. <laughs> But they're they're back on track, Robbie Musto. So don't worry about that. Back to the into the uh, the semi. Yeah, they got a great but, chance. They, they, but, um, yeah. And we just uh, wanted to centre on, on on my man Sergio Aguero because you know my feelings of the purest striker oh, in the Premier League. Um, and he, he he was rested because he's going to be so important for the title running for the Champions League and and probably FA Cup uh, as, as they go into the latter stages now. Um, and we put a tweet out there, Robert, and just wanted to ask some of our listeners, um, you know, where does he stand in the vote for this season's PFA Player of the Year? I mean, he, he's only been voted in, I think, once um, the team of the year. He's never won the player of the year, continually gets 20-plus goals every season. And we got some, some interesting mixed responses. Um, I'll read a couple out here. I've got one from Jonathan Morris who said, after today's performance, it should be Bernardo. He thinks Bernardo Silva is similar yeah. to you. Has, okay. had, has had an outstanding season. And, and Blair, uh, Blair for DFC said, uh, it's out of Van Dijk, Aguero, Sterling, Bernardo Silva, Salah and Rashford making up the rest of the ballot. So he's given us the, the full rundown. of <laughs> That's a lot. This season. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's quite a lot of players. And we did actually, I have to say, we did have a lot of gifts and, and people uh, showing pictures of uh, Virgil van Dijk seemed to be Mainly, the, the main yeah. guy. Yeah, he, he's very strong in, in the running. Yeah, Ed Nazard as well got mentioned a couple of times. I've got one here from Chris saying, if City win the Premier League, mm. it's got to be him, Aguero. If Liverpool win it, then Sadio Mane or Virgil van Dijk. And MH uh, Nathanson uh, tweets us actually quite a lot on the show, so we appreciate yeah. that. Rhyme Sterling or Bernardo Silva also right there for City. That's a good shout. Rhyme yeah. Sterling. Rhyme Sterling. I mean, his numbers are ridiculous. His numbers are really away. good. Yeah. And he's kind of consistent. You know, mm. he doesn't. It's kind of rare when you said that Sterling, like Sterling had a nightmare. What a bad game he had. He just doesn't have yeah. many bad games. And yeah, I, I like his, his attitude from minute one to the end. So I he's a bit like public enemy well. number one still, isn't he? For some yeah. reason, he, he's not liked. He's a guy that gets booed by opposition fans. He's yeah. a guy that doesn't ever seem to get some of the credit he deserves in terms of his abilities, tactical mm. awareness, you know, the way he's developed un, under Pep. But, um, mm. yeah, and, and, you know, does does the player of the year have to come from the team that wins the title? I don't necessarily think so. Mm. It should be... It normally does, know, doesn't it? It, no, it, normally, it, it normally does. does. I mean, you're the champion. You, yeah, often comes from that team. Mm. But uh, as you as you say, people like Bernardo Silva's had an, an outstanding mm. season. So mm. wondering if, if somebody like them could come. But City take the look, Rob. Move on. As champions have to do. Move themselves in, into the uh, the semi-finals of the FA Cup. Let's talk about the other team, the other Manchester team, Manchester United away at Wolves. Now we know Wolves are uh, been good against the, the big six. Play with a certain style, play with a certain possession, mm. don't lose their personality. Mm. One of the things I admire about them, especially when they play the big teams. 
But I didn't expect this, Rob. I've got to be honest. I didn't expect a Wolves 2-0 win against Man United. Yeah, and I want to start with Wolves because, you know, you made a couple of points there. I'm not sure I've seen a team that, that are so unconcerned or unflustered mm. yeah. when things are tough. Mm. And, again, we had the luxury of sitting down with Nuno Espirito Santo at the start, before the season started in the UK, yeah. and we had 20 minutes with him. And, my goodness, if that didn't come off... Uh, I don't know what else did. He he had a, a sense of confidence yeah. about the players knowing what the plan is. You won't see much variation to my system, he told us. We are going to be ready for this. We know this is going to be difficult. And we have seen that almost every week in this Premier League. Uh, and it's remarkable. He doesn't Let's care. Let's get it right, Rob. We were a little bit after saying, God, he's confident, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, phew, yeah. this is a Premier League. Maybe, he's, you know, after 10 games, he might have to look at that. Yeah. And we were a little bit, you know, not not critical, but saying, you know, come on, easy, Nuno. You know, we've, we've spoke to many who, who, who say that over the, over the years, you know, we'll come mm. in the league and do what mm. we can. You know, Fulham, I think, wanted, said we'll come in the league and do it. Look yeah. what's happened to them. But yeah. maybe he knows the quality of his group. Maybe he knows the quality of what they can do. But, wow. I mean, it's been stunning. And it's a great somebody... story. It's a great. Well, Wolves is a great story right now. Yeah, I absolutely. mean, fans fans are loving life, Robbie. They almost yeah. went out of business a few yeah. years ago. Yeah. And it's not just Nuno. It's the football club. It's the recruitment. Raúl Jiménez again yeah. scoring well, fifteen goals. Diego Jota yeah. Yeah. is a young player that did great Stress. in the championship and yeah. has taken a bit of time mm. to get confident and effective in the Premier League. But he's looking great. They're a partnership. So it's three the, in midfield the with five three, along the, the back. Cody, yeah. the Bolly, Rob, just regular. Yeah. Competent, you know, solid performers, and and it's interesting. And I was reading as I watched the game and was hearing Nuno after and listening to a few of the, the people around the walls. And and it's, he said one thing that that stuck with me. He said like, all Wolvesies, all Wolves' good times have been in the past, the fifties and the sixties, and when they've done well. And you know, was it the seventies? Andy Gray won won the the League Cup for them. But everything's about past. And he said. He wants this group of, of fans to, to enjoy mm. the future. Mm. And he's trying to change the future. Mm. And I thought it was really strong. Very, powerful. very strong, yeah. Because that's a big, this is a big football club. This, club. this is a club that has won things. It can fill, yes. for, you know, yes. sell out the stadiums and, and, you know, big games week in, week out at Molyneux. And, mm. um, it, you know, he's, a, he's at the start of something here. He looks like he's got some Chinese owners who, who are prepared to put some money in and back him. And he was talking about European football for this football, for, for Wolves whether it be through finishing in league position or, he said, even challenging at the top four. You know what? And George Mendes is the super agent that's been involved yeah. in the club and the recruitment has been excellent. We get that. Mm. Um, but, but back onto the club, Rob. The way that that stadium was and the way that those fans were throughout yeah. the game and at the end, mm. I was like, you know what? Fair play to Wolves yeah. because yeah. they love the FA Cup. These game, players want the yeah. FA Cup. Yeah, yes, they've game. got. I guess they got the reassurance that they're not in trouble in the Premier League. Mm. But wasn't it, wasn't it nice? Yeah. Wasn't it nice to see a stadium that, that's Full revved rocking. up and yeah. rocking and loving it and loving the team and loving this competition that's been so damaged, really, over the last few years? Um, I just thought they were excellent. And they cut through United many, yeah. many times mm. in both halves of the, of, the, of the field of play, Rob. And that, and that goes on now to talk about United. And yeah. did they want to get through in the FA Cup? Were they as committed? They were flat. Off I mean, day. Yeah, off, off day. day. Real off Worrying, day. Rob, or just off day? A um, little bit of both, to mm. be honest, Musty. Back-to-back uh, mm. -back defeats now. So the, 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 the league last weekend in the Cup. The Cup, I thought, 
Ollie's going to go big time for for this cup. This is one they he could have won, by the way. You know, they they get through the semi final. Whatever happens in the draw might not have had the strongest t- team in the, in the semi finals, and they're, they're in an FA Cup final. And in lieu of him being, we believe, appointed at some point, you know, to have an FA Cup in in his first six, six months at the football club would have been huge. His team. Looked a bit flat, looked a little bit lacked intensity. I know a couple of people back, Lingo and Marshall back, but didn't look like real fitness, didn't bring that energy, intensity that, that we know. And I suppose, Rob, the, the question starts then, and, and, and it's probably a question that needs to be asked, and we'll see the answer is, is this a different like little test for Ollie now, back-to-back defeats? Mm. Watford, I think, when we come back in the Premier League, um, it was, you know, obviously, decent team done well in the FA Cup themselves. Is is this just that little test where we said we know what he's done and he's done brilliantly, keeping the thing going, and, and when everything's positive, how's he, how's things going to be when they don't go so well? Absolutely, we're going to learn more about him now over the next few weeks. Um, I guess up to the end of the season, that that than we've learned before. We need to learn this. The fans mm. need to learn yeah. this. The squad yeah. needs to learn it. The management, the decision makers, Ed Woodward, everybody needs yeah. to see how he's going to react. Now, the PSG, remarkable result, full yeah. marks, incredible. Like one of the, you know, a, a memorable Manchester United European night. And on the back of that, Arsenal defeat. And in a big game in the FA Cup, a yeah. flat performance. Mm. Could it be, Rob? But obviously, you know, partly the blame will go to the manager. But yeah. because of that, because of the massive game in the Champions League, is this team going to be difficult to keep up? Is the manager bump, which is a marvellous one, yeah. is it starting to drop to a normality now? And some players that weren't consistent before under Mourinho, Pogba and a few others, Pogba didn't have a great game. No. I, is it cutting towards the norm question, now? Yeah, yeah and, and, question. And I don't I mean, know. I, I don't I, know I wrote, yet. And I'm not going to say that. Thing. Yeah. Is this normality? Are we seeing normality or can Oli kick it on again? Right, right. That, 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 that's, that's what we don't know. That's what we're right. going to find. We don't now. know, yeah. Between now and the end of the season, that's what we're going to find. So out of the FA Cup, obviously, Champions League against Barcelona and, and thriving to, to get that full spot away from the likes of Arsenal and, and Chelsea, this is what we'll, we'll find out. And, it, and if it goes a bit flat between now and the end of the season... Yeah, interesting. It just it? Start, interesting. Yeah, it just starts to, to, to bear beg a few questions that maybe weren't, be, weren't being asked before. And, and in some respects, that's not a bad thing, I don't think, for, for the football club. And I don't think it's a bad thing for Ollie. Ollie's got to show that he can get those performances out. That You know, we're talking about he's got the DNA of Manchester United. Well, the DNA of Manchester United would, 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 was about winning that game and putting everything into making sure they get to semi-finals of Cups. Uh, not sort of, uh, not quite at it. The PSG game was still in our head and we haven't, we haven't quite got over that. Well, in, in the great days of Alex Ferguson, you're only as good as a, that last 90 minutes. And if that wasn't right, you'd have been out of his team. Another difficult question for you, Rob. Has all the excitement and the euphoria... And mm. the back to United way and Sir Alex yeah. and, and, and yeah. all this and Cantona and everybody yeah. else. A- has it taken Ed Woodward and maybe the board of directors eye off the ball a little bit in thinking of a successor? Because it seems like, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong right now, that yeah. Oligan Solskjaer is going to be the man. That's what yeah. all the signals and the, and the little be, clues yeah. that you get, that yeah. he is going to be get, get given the job. Mm. Back to the question. Has it been too much? Have the club been 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 all over no, this guy? This has been amazing. So. You're making it your job. Or mm. should the club have, of course, been like brilliant, absolutely fantastic? We'll, we'll you know, again, this this is great, um, like a great interview if you like. And mm. in the summer, we'll make our mind up. Are they going too early on this? That's what I'm saying. 
Uh, if they I are, I don't think all. so. I think he. I think so. The they've seen enough. So the they've seen enough. That that's this. I that think they know so. Right I think man. they. Yeah, I think they've seen the tools of, of, of things. The PR he's used. He's united the club. He's got the fan base back better. Yeah. The noise in the football yeah. clubs better. The atmosphere around the, the football clubs better. So I don't think you can. You can. You, you have to turn that into a negative, and that shouldn't be a reason why he doesn't get the job. I think you use those things when you can. You pull do you think they've made their mind at them, Rob? Is there nothing that happens now at the end of the season uh, that changes no. their mind? No, I'm, I think, you think the he's next done? seven games. I think he's in, but I think the next seven games maybe challenge what what being in it is. Hmm. I think if if things dip off, it might be like a rolling year contract. So basically, see, so he gets another year on the same kind of terms. Hmm. Hmm. If if it's something bigger and better than that, then it might be like three year. You know, here's a three year deal bump, and and now you you go and, and figure this football club. I believe will, will be starting to plan for next season in terms of who's in, who's out, the, the shape of the, of the team, the technical director. All those things are so important to the football club, and I think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is part of those conversations that are being had now. I don't disagree with that, but I tell you what, it is going to be an incredibly important last. What was it? Seven games now seven for Man United, which is good, Rob. I think well, it's good eight, for Oli. I, I think it's good for Oli as well. I think it's good to, to test him. Yeah, it's good that things aren't just rolling his way. Let, let's find out. Let's yeah. let's see now. Yeah. You got Pig Pogba up again. You might have to make a couple of tough decisions, dropping a couple of players and, and dealing with that. You've got two games against Barcelona coming up in, in Champions League. Good tests of, of mm. where he is and, and and how good it is. Maybe we all we all have got a little bit carried away, but but we'll, we'll soon find out. So congratulations to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah. That well, was a special, that's yeah. a great day. Well, FA Cup. Balls. I mean, we've given it a little bit of stick, but don't, mm. don't you love it? I mean, oh. I, I absolutely love the FA Cup, how it was as a, as a kid. I used to watch it mm. with my, my brother and my dad, and we'd jump outside and knock the ball around in the garden at halftime, <laughs> the first real live game they used to get away back then. I, and, and just the scenes at Wolves like reminded me of what a great competition it is. So, you know, well done, Wolves. Now, next game, Watford mm. Crystal Palace. Yeah. Another team, by the way, Watford, that went for it. And I'm yeah, loving it. Yeah. And, well played, you know, Javi excited Garcia, about yeah. the FA Cup. And what yeah. a story. And what a job that Javi Gracia is doing at this Absolutely. football club. Absolutely. As big a story, probably, as Wolves have yeah. done. And he doesn't get any, they don't really get any headlines or any credit, credit for Javi Garcia. Mm. He's, he's had a brilliant season with his team. They, mm. they play good football. You know a little bit about him. It feels like, you know where some clubs, maybe Everton to a certain degree, and at times West Ham, and we talked about in Chelsea, and doesn't seem like joined up thinking, doesn't seem like the club's all going in the same way and, 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 and what they're doing. Javi Garcia and this football club, have, for, in, a, in a relatively short space of time, have given this club a little bit of an identity now. There's a yeah. bit more personality. You, you, you know what you're going to get from a Watford team. Um, they do enjoy their football. They do take it seriously. You go to the place and it's got a bit of a buzz about it. And I know it's its own little buzz and it maybe goes back to the Graham Taylor days where we talked about being a family club and, and people wear the, 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 the top. And I just think they do have a little bit of credit, Watford, because they're, they're easy to just jump over. Oh, Watford, yeah, it's a great win for them in the semi-final and move on. There's, there's a bit more to it. There's a lot this. more to it. The, this, the way this guy's come in, the way he's built his team. He talked about playing strong teams throughout the competition and using his squad. He said it's a good time to, to use my squad and get some players some minutes who might not all be playing in, in Premier League. And, um, you know, I, I thought this was a game where, where Palace, with their quality, would, would probably go in and, and, and could, could win it. But mm. fair play to, to Watford. Yeah, I, I just think this is, again, this is a 
a success story. And there's a, a phrase that the foreign managers have used, Rob, about players and about teams when they say they're in a good moment. Well, Watford yeah. and Wolves, mm. they're in a good yeah. moment, as they say. And, and fair play to them. Well-run football clubs, yeah. good recruitment and management level and player level, particularly at Watford with the... Uh, the scouting network that they've got and the signs that they make. But there's a stability now, Rob, that's been lacking over the last yeah, few years. Absolutely. Stable manager, long-term contract. The team looks the same every week, pretty much. And there's a great balance of physicality and, and yeah. skills and, 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 and goal scoring, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, they're, they're, those two clubs, Wolves and Watford, right now, is exciting times for them in the FA Cup. Uh, and they're in the semi-finals. I mean, that's that's when you're at Wembley. And nowadays, yeah. it, uh, in the FA Cup in England, you're at Wembley for the semi-finals. So, so brilliant work from those two football clubs. Absolutely, and and just closing on that one, mm. I looked at that those, those two squads. I looked at Palace and, and Watford, and Palace have probably got the better squad, Rob. In, in, in some respects, yeah. I don't know, Rob. I mean, uh, you got there's a more there's a better consistency Capu, about there's, there's a consistency De, about in midfield Pereira. Yeah. I mean, there's some uh, uh, David Lefeu. I think it's better. I think I think that's, I think that's better than the Palace squad. I mean, you know, they've got Zahar and Andros Townsend and Bashuai. It's Bachelor. not much in it, but. Yeah. Um, Watford have got it going. They've just got it going in the terms of the yeah. results more than Palace. Absolutely. Great, great result for Watford. Yeah. And then let's final talk one. about the final, yeah. final game. Millwall tuning up almost looked like they're coasting towards FA Cup semi-final. And then Brighton, uh, Locardia uh, turning shot at 2-1. And then a, a free kick from Solly March that, that beats, deceives a goalkeeper. Don't quite know what he was doing. Takes it into uh, extra time. We end up in penalties and, and Brighton get the job done on, on, on penalty kick. So it's Brighton who goes through another dramatic one. Mm. Millwall miss out uh, on FA Cup semi-final. Um, fair play to Brighton, Rob, because they looked dead and buried with, with you know not long to go and the clock and somehow found their way back. And I think the moment that it, it got to 2-2 when we got to extra time, it always felt like Brighton was somehow going to find a way. But what a run Millwall have had. What a run yeah, they've had. Yeah. And when they're 2-0 up against another Premier League side Premier League, at yeah. that stadium and the excitement, I mean, again, it was impossible for us to watch it. It's at the same time yeah. as the, uh, yeah. I think the last Premier League game today, but we had it in the corner on the monitor mm. and uh, it looked pretty exciting. There was some, yeah. uh, some uh, the red card at the end there was a nasty stamp. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, on Duffy, was it? On, on Lewis Dunk, wasn't it? I think Dunk it was Lewis Dunk. Dunk. Oh, I'm not sure, yeah. one of them. And and, uh, yeah. and spilling over and then we watched the penalties and the one blasted over the top. Um but that's it. That's the FA Cup right now. Unlucky Millwall. Brighton find a way to get through it. FA Cup semi-final matchups. Robbie Earl. Mm. Those two teams in a good moment. Watford yeah, good moment. Versus who, who has the better moment? Well, we'll see who has the better moment. Watford versus Wolves, and then Man City versus Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. And back to your fifty percent again to remind listeners. You know, that, you, you yeah. said like fifty percent chance of Man. This is last weekend of Man last City weekend. doing the quadruple, Correct. which is a very bold prediction. But Earl right does now, bold, as, Earl does as do we bold. said. Remember Auto O'Reilly, they go to the pros. They came to, <laughs> to the pros. Well, they've already got one city, and they got, when you look at this matchup final four, wow, they got a great, great chance. Great chance to get into the final and playing Watford or Wolves in the final. Yeah. You would yeah. have to say fancy themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that just leaves two, Robbie Musto. Just two more competitions after the FA Cup. And one of those is the Champions League. And our last mm-hmm. Europod during the week, we said that we would update you on the draw because we didn't have yes. it back then on, on the Thursday. <laughs> we now have it, Robbie. So do you what want to an interesting draw interesting. it was, my friend. Yes. So Spurs, Tottenham Hotspur, play Manchester City in the all-English quarterfinal. It's going to be huge. It will probably be the first, uh, the first Champions Second, League yeah, okay, game. First, yeah. 
First Champions League game in Spurs' new stadium. Mm. That, Robbie Musto, is a must-watch TV game. That's going to be huge. Absolutely huge. Uh, And two games... I think it's uh, I think it's three games in eight days over that period then for Spurs and Man City mm. who come together in that one. Uh, Manchester United face Barcelona, so not going to be easy for Ali, but it's not the Barcelona. It's not the, the most stellar Barcelona, but we know how dangerous Still they can pretty be. Good. Yeah. We saw against Leon, didn't they? Five goals recently. Liverpool play Porto, probably the pick that Liverpool would have wanted if you want to avoid all, all, all the big boys. Yeah. And Ajax play Juventus. Um, so the Ajax team that, that did well against Real Madrid take, take on the mighty Juve. And how the, how the draw um, pans out, Rob, that, that Spurs or City would face Ajax or yeah, Juve. That's outside the bracket, yeah. And United or Liverpool. So United would face Liverpool if they can get past Barcelona and Porto mm. respectively. Mm. So we could could be looking at a United-Liverpool Champions League semi-final. Brilliant. One of those guaranteed of getting through. So, yeah, mm. it's um, it, it was a brilliant draw. I mean, it's one of those can't look, can't wait for the, for those games Give us, to come. Should we, should we quickly go through them, Rob, see if we think we're going to get through? Yeah. Let's go for um, it. So, so, yeah, so Spurs versus Spurs Manchester Man- City. Well, New I've stadium. Got 50, I've got 50% boost. riding on oh, that one, gosh. so... It can only be one. Yeah. It can only be one winner for me on that one. Who, who you think can Spurs do that over two games? New stadium and all what, that, they, that lift. I, I think there's going to be a lot closer than what people think. I, mm. I, I have to think that the new stadium will give them a lift. I just do. I, I think I have to think that first game at yeah. home in that new stadium. Um, can they take a lead? Can they stop an away goal? Mm. We'll see. I, I think, of course, when you consider the two teams right now, I've got to go with City to get through. Yeah, but that. Like you said, much much watch TV. This stadium, by the way, we saw a little video from inside oh. it is out of this world. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. So that's a, that's a great tie. But I'd have City going through. Other one. So the other one in that side of the bracket is Ajax versus Juventus. Ajax versus Juventus, which is which is interesting. Ajax, yeah. what a good young yeah. team with a young, little bit of experience yeah. sprinkled in there. Dusan Teles was, was absolutely amazing uh, in the last. They're round. not going to be overawed, are they? They're, well, they're, they're not, not going to be. They play good football. Yeah. They'll they, they'll be a test. There'll be a test for Juve. You just you well, I just think that the Juve's experience and some of those old heads C R seven. and C R seven. I mean you've got to again the the I don't know. I mean Ajax have done it against Real Madrid. They can do it against Juventus, but yeah. you've got to go you've got to go with Juve. Right. Gotta go Juve on that one. Mm. Um so Manchester United Barcelona. Yeah, well, I think what it's the toughest one. I think it's the toughest one. Yeah. It's the toughest one. I mean, I, I think um, are we both agree on Liverpool's going to go through against Porto. Rock? Yeah, yeah. We've, we've so this is the one. This is the one that's yeah. really hard. Mm. And, oh, you know, a few weeks ago, this might well a month ago, this would seem very different. I think you'd yeah. have to fancy United. I just, I just think Barcelona. And those players, I know Luis Suarez had a disappointing season in terms of goals, mm. but there's still a lot of good players on that list. And I just wonder if United can go again, whether they yeah. can lift themselves up, whether they can find that, that high, high level of performance mm. from Pogba and all the star players. It yeah, didn't turn yeah. up in the FA Cup. And Martial didn't play great. Rashford wasn't mm. at his best. Can they be at their best? Because that's what they need to be. Yeah. They need to be at their very best to go through. Um, and I don't think they will be. So I'm just, just, just tipping Barcelona get past United. See, I'm just going to go Man United for, for that same reason. I just think as a the underdog odds against them a bit. PSG a bit like oh, can't, questions about players. That's when I think some of these players come come bring it to the fore, come to the best. So you know, Pogba and Lingard will be better, fitter. Martial, 
again a few more games. They've still got the, the Rashford sharpness defensively. I just think over two games they they might just might be able to get it done. Man, you know? Well, just we just got a little bit of breaking news from uh, from our producer Jorge. And that breaking news, I kind of feel good about it after my prediction. Today, Barcelona have beaten Real Betis and two excellent goals from both Lionel Messi and also Luis Suarez. So not they are finding form, Robbie Earl. Tell, that, tell, right tell our time. producer, not interested, <laughs> yeah. not very good breaking news. They're thank still you. not thank in. You for his, <laughs> thank you for his help uh, as we move swift, swiftly on. Listen, mate, we're going to have to wrap it up there. Just time for us to do our tweet of the day, and that goes to Blair at Blair4DFC, who, when we asked about Sergio Aguero, should he be player of the year, Blair said yes, but along with Virgil van Dijk, Ryan Sterling, Bernardo Silva, Mo Salah, and Marcus Rashford. So he named them all. So, Blair, thanks for that. Direct messages and your address. And we'll get to Robbie Scarf in the post here in the next couple of days. So that's it from us. Make sure to download the Two Robbie Show on Apple Podcasts, rate and review it, and tell us how we can keep improving. So, on a weekend when a Liverpool slip-up didn't prove too costly in a title race, as the Reds win 2-1 against Fulham, I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with two Robbies, thanks for listening, and by the way, happy St. Patrick's Day. It's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good Good night. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.